Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. According to the Small Business Administration... Over 627,000 new businesses open each year. Some achieve success while others close within the same year it opens. Starting a business is definitely not for the faint at heart. Most small business owners are a one-man show juggling all tasks at once while ensuring they stay afloat just to make a profit. Time is a valuable commodity. But for an entrepreneur, time is money. My name is Ronika Jacobs, and you have found my podcast, Strive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. And so for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. Episode 202, Free Your Time and the Cash Will Follow. My next guest, Tristan Wright, is helping people strive for more in the area of entrepreneurship. Tristan is a business consultant for the modern entrepreneur. His company, Evolve to Grow, promotes three simple action steps for business owners and entrepreneurs by giving them the tools and support they need to simplify their workload grow their profits, and reclaim their free time. In this episode, he will share his journey of entrepreneurship and offer practical advice for new and existing business owners. Hi, Tristan. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me today. I'm excited to be talking to you. Yes, thank you so much for being a guest on my show. How are you? Really, really good, and, I, and I'm assuming um, you can tell by my accent I'm coming from the other side of the world as well. Right. It's the wonderful thing about technology <laughs> and communication. You can talk to anyone, anywhere. <laughs> it's really cool. That, that's it. Yes. All right. So, you know, many people have ideas for companies that they would like to start. So yeah. how did you decide to take the leap? to start your own business? That's a, that's a really good question. So uh, the business I'm operating at the moment is my second business. Uh, I'll probably, what I'll do is I'll talk about the first business that I, that I set up and 
to be honest, I, I, from u- university or college days, I had always been entrepreneurial and always wanted to uh, run my own business and, and run my own show, so to speak. And I ended up falling into the business that that I ended up operating for for eight, eight seven or eight years because uh, of a need that was out there and. I was just in the right place at the right time, and I saw this this opportunity. I was actually riding my my bike with friends, and they they said they said at the time that uh, we need we need to organise some uniforms. And me being the, the 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 person that everyone was talking to in the group, I got given the task of organising the uniforms, and I went and looked for different suppliers, and I wasn't really happy with anyone. So I thought I'm going to I'm going to go directly to the manufacturers over in China and uh, cut out the middlemen. And I ended up doing that and uh, made a few mistakes along the way. But after I organised the uniforms for these this group of friends, I realised that there was actually a, a business need in there or a, a, there was a model in there that uh, customers that needed to have good quality sportswear with good customer service at a, at a good price. And I thought, why don't I, why don't I use my entrepreneurial passion and, and set up a business. And as I say, the rest, the rest of the story is history. I, I built that business and turned it into a seven-figure business, made lots of money and lost lots of money as well. Mm, that is cool, cool. Thank you for sharing that. Now, you mentioned that you made lots of money and then you mentioned that you lost lots of money. So what do you think is <laughs> yes. the most common mistake that you've seen people make in starting a business? Trying to do it all by themselves and thinking they know it all. Uh, having an ego and arrogance that uh, they should be reinventing the wheel when in reality, nine times out of ten, someone's already done what you're wanting to do uh, and you should be learning from others. Oh, that is so true. So true. So in your experience, what do you think has been your most costly mistake? Um, Basically what the most common mistake. So with my, with my previous business, I, I had a lot of initial success in the business. I was in my twenties and I had, I had a seven figure business. So I thought everything's going really well. I don't need I don't need advice or I don't need support from other people because if I'm if I'm running a seven-figure business without others, um, I'm pretty successful already. What are they going to be able to teach me? Uh, but what I didn't know at the time was that, yes, I was having success, uh, but I was only having success in my swim lane. If things changed, I I didn't I wouldn't know how to deal with them and. Be, and of course, um, nothing stays the same in business or in life, and things changed. I, um, the, the Aussie dollar uh, tanked against the US dollar. I had had uh, personal issues. My wife came to me, and and we ended up getting a divorce. And uh, and because I didn't, I I wasn't learning from others and spending time around others. I didn't know how to deal with any of that, and. My costly mistake ended up being the fact that I got in two hundred grand of debt. Wow, two hundred grand! So, how did yeah. you bounce back from that, Tristan? Whoa. Uh, 
not easily to start with. I uh, to start with, I just went splat. <laughs> I I fell off the side and 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 went splat and really didn't want to leave my house for for months on end. Um, but I I realised that it, I've got to get over it. Like the sun's going to come up tomorrow, and no matter what, I've got to wake up tomorrow and move forward. And it's no fun, no fun. Uh, going through what I was going through and I didn't know what I ha had to do to move forward. So I, I realized that I had to go and spend time with others and, and learn from others and get others to to give me advice and share with me their stories of what they've been through so I could learn from them and help improve my business. So a bit of humility and vulnerability, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, vulnerability is probably uh, one of the most underrated uh, uh, emotions. Uh, we need the more we need to be vulnerable to be able to to be able to sh to be able to move forward and to grow in life. So, briefly explain to the listeners your process of how you help business owners simplify their workload, grow their profit, and reclaim their free time. <sighs> It's it's really simple, but at the same time, it's really complex. So, majority of business owners get into business because they want to control their life. They want to control their business. Uh, they want to control when they start. They want to um, have a business and not a job. Um, they want to have have uh, the business as a tool for life. So. But unfortunately, uh, business owners get into business and six months down the track, they uh, find out that the business controls them rather than them controlling the business. And what's most often happened is that the business owners uh, have either lost track or never set what their end goal is in business, uh, never actually created their vision or their ultimate objective. Uh, and typically what I do with the business owner is work out what the current situation is for them both personally and professionally and work out what their ultimate objective is. And I typically do this by saying, I want you to write your speech for your retirement party. And what I mean by that is I say, let's say you want to choose when you want to retire. Is it in five years or 20 years or... 15 years and write your retirement party speech. What, uh, what do you want to have achieved? What impact do you want? How do you want people to feel uh, about you at that time? And then once we've got them to do that, the business owner will then be able to align and understand uh, or hopefully realize that the work they're doing right now is not necessarily aligned with what their ultimate objective is or, or is not getting them to their retirement party speech in the, at, at the rate that they want. So what we then go and do is work out a roadmap of how we can get them to that retirement party speech. Nice, nice. So I do realize because, of course, even though I do a podcast, but it's a business and... Mm. 
you know, being efficient in your productivity is key because there's so many things you have to do, and then you also have to lead your life, right? Um, Correct. Like your whole life is not your business because, as you said, if you make your whole life your business, your relationships with people suffer. So in your opinion, what is the most efficient productivity tool you have found useful for business owners? Good question. Um, it's pen and paper. Pen and paper mm-hmm. and your mind. People get stuck in their mind and don't know, don't often process or prioritize things correctly and overthink, uh, uh, overthink what they're doing and because of that, they get stuck and overwhelmed. But often it's just as simple as writing down what their thoughts are, uh, putting it onto a piece of paper, going away, and then coming back and prioritizing what their, what their thoughts are, what their goals are, and then starting to action them. We tend to make things a lot more complex than we need to. I would agree with you on that one. <laughs> I would definitely agree with you on that. Wow, who yeah. would have thought it would be so simple? But, it's, you know, Tristan, you are right. Just using pen and paper and just writing down your thoughts and staying organized is, is definitely a, an efficient tool for productivity. Yeah, so I have to like it just, it just allows us to – sorry. I was just saying it just allows us to get our thoughts out, and then once we've got them on pen and paper, we can then go and put them into a digital, digital format if we need to. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I have to ask you, because I know you've helped many, many people grow their businesses. Mm-hmm. Has there, and you've been successful at it, definitely. And, but has Thanks. there ever been a client that you just could not help? Uh, yes, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, and I'm not ashamed to admit it because like, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not the Jedi. I'm not, I'm not the know-it-all or, be, I don't have all the skills in, in, in the world. Uh, and the, the client that I'm thinking about, they wanted to change. Uh, they, oh, sorry, they knew that they had issues, but they didn't realize that they had to make sacrifices to change. So uh, there's a big difference between being having an open mindset and closed mindset and this this client whilst they had problems and pain and, and knew that something needed to happen uh, they weren't willing to to make changes uh, about the way they would go about things they're like this this is a way I've always done it and um, they they didn't understand that that needed to be drastic changes so if if a person has got a closed mindset and is not willing to take a risk or or make a change, you're not going to be able to improve or help them. And no matter how good a coach or how good a consultant you are, the the client needs to be willing to grow and learn as well. That is so true. It's interesting that you said something about having a closed mindset that some people – and it seems that people want help but then when you start offering it to them, they're closed. <laughs> and it makes you wonder if you really Correct. want to help or not. Uh, and it's a level yeah. of pain that they're feeling. So if they're not feeling a- enough pain and they're not connected to the change that they want, 
they're, they're not going to be committed to, to making those improvements. And, you know, that makes so much sense because that kind of goes back to what you said initially with one of your mistakes that you made in business was just not having that vulnerability and that humility to will and willingness to be open. And, you know, to start a business, is, it can be risky and it's scary and you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but, yes, it's true that you really should be open. You really should be open to the advice of others. That's that's awesome. So mm-hmm. any words of encouragement that you can give small business owners out there? Ask more questions. Put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to ask more questions. It's as simple as that. Yes, definitely. I know I ask questions all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's right. amazing how many people are afraid to ask questions. That's true. So, so true. Okay, Tristan. So, Here's a question. I ask all of my guests a different a question all the time, just something, you know, that I'm always curious about. So if you could go back to visit your younger self, what would you say to him? What would you say to that young Tristan? Good question. <laughs> you, 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 uh, you, you get me thinking with these questions. So what would I, what would I say? I, I would say to myself, it's okay not to know everything, to be, to continue to learn and continue to try. Don't be afraid to make mistakes, to F up and F up fast. That is words that we all need to hear, <laughs> whether you're a business <laughs> owner or not. That is true words of wisdom, Tristan, yes. Just don't yeah. be afraid to f up. <laughs> Seriously. That's it. Because because once we f up, we can we can uh, we can learn from those mistakes and improve upon them. Yes, awesome, Tristan. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. If you could do me a favor, please tell the listeners how can they contact you if they're interested in your services. Uh, my, I've got a website, it's evolvetogrow.com.au or you can find me on LinkedIn at Tristan Wright. They're probably the two easiest ways to, to get in touch with me. Okay, that is awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Excellent. Thank you very much for having me today. Let's face it, everyone makes mistakes. But to an entrepreneur... Mistakes could mean the demise of their business. Being a small business owner myself, I cannot begin to tell you the many mistakes I've made along the way. However, I've never been too ashamed or too proud to get a mentor and ask questions. I encourage you to find a mentor, someone who exhibits the success you would like to create. Sit with them, listen to them, and then copy just that. Hearing what they learned from their mistakes can save you some stress and even catapult you towards success. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more information about Tristan Wright, you can visit my website at www.striveformorepodcast.com. If you really like this episode, please like, share, or leave a review. 
This has been a wonderful time with you guys. See you in the next episode. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.